welcome back to Quarantine Mamas Podcast. I am your host, Melissa, and today we have the amazing Jenny here to share her story. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank y'all. Um, So we want to know what is the whole story with Jenny? Like, at the time you first found out you were pregnant to the time that you gave birth. So let's let's get into it. And I want to dive deep. So let's start with the first question. So at what point did you think that you were pregnant? Or did you know off the top of your, like you just knew you were pregnant? Or were you kind of like in shock? Like what, what happened there? Okay. So my pregnancy, so let me kind of like take it back to my parenting journey. We Mm -hmm. actually had a family planning appointment. So I have like a condition and Mm -hmm. with my condition, I have to be on birth control always. And so Mm -hmm. what we had to do was once we were ready to try and start having a child, I had to go and do like a family appointment or a family planning appointment with my OBGYN. And so that's kind of how it started. So it wasn't a surprise per se, because we had to like actively, like it took a lot of work. Let's just say that. (laughs) So (laughs) like, I don't know how much you know of this or anybody else, but we -hmm. had to do like where I had to track my ovulation. Oh wow. We had to like have a calendar and know exactly, okay, this is when I'm the most fertile. And so let's try this. So basically, I we were going to have five months of trying where I was off my medication. Mm-hmm. And then if it, within the five months, if I wasn't able to conceive, then we would have to look into like fertility issues or fertility options with my like, yeah, yeah, yeah with my condition. Uh, and so the, the first wow. few months, we like didn't have any luck with that. And it was kind of stressful for me because I'm oh. thinking, yeah. yeah. I was always kind of nervous that I wasn't going to be able to like have a child or be pregnant Mm -hmm. or experience that. And um, so eventually after like a few months of trying, I kind of started thinking like, okay, I think I'm pregnant. I feel like I'm a little bit different. Like I just had like different changes within my body that I noticed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that first time we like I did the pregnancy test and it came back negative. So then I'm like, okay, oh, now gosh. I really don't have any clue about if, yeah. I, if I'm going to, to be pregnant or not, or if I like notice changes within my body or not. And so then the next month came and then this time, like I started having like weird cramps. Mm-hmm. So like different cramps than usual. And then the most weirdest thing happened, like I started having bloody noses and I've never oh. ever had, yeah, I've never ever yeah. had bloody noses. And so I started Googling, like always, you know, I went on Google and right. I'm like, okay, let's see what this is. And I Googled bloody noses, like, why am I having these consistent bloody noses? And the first thing was like, symptom of pregnancy. And oh, I guess I'll, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, I never even heard of that either. But they're saying that it, you have like changes in, changes in your sinuses and oh, things like that okay. when you're pregnant early on. Yeah. And that's like a wow. very common first symptom. And so I was thinking, okay, so I'm having this. And then, um, but I waited until like my period to see if I would get mm-hmm. my period. And then I ended up not getting it. And then um, we took the test and then we, I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So like, we'll take a quick pause just because I want to ask this question before I forget. So with your, what your condition and everything with your health condition, getting pregnant, does that 
um, I guess, would that take the place of like your birth control? So you weren't having the typical symptoms. So it's either you're on birth control or you're pregnant. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So I have okay. endometriosis and okay. there's really no yeah. treatment for that right. and no cure. Uh, the only thing that they use to treat is a birth control. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. if you're able to get pregnant, like pregnancy is supposed to help with like regulating yeah. those things. And then, um, but there's also like the caveat, I guess, of like, if you cannot yeah. get pregnant, if the endometriosis already, and then I had like a history of having like cysts and things like mm -hmm. that. And so there was a lot of like, what ifs? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Um, <clears throat> so you find out you're pregnant. Did you immediately tell your significant other or, or your husband or did you like do a surprise for him? No. So I didn't do like a surprise. It was because we were very much involved in this process together. Like he went with me to that family planning yeah. and everything. And we wanted to really take everything like as a team. And so when I t decided that we, uh, I missed my period and then we need to take this test, he went to go buy the test. Like he okay. went, he was like, okay, let's, you need to take it right now. You need to take it right now. And he was very like <laughs> excited and really wanted to find out. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I have to wait till the morning because I guess from what I've heard, if you take it in the morning, then like the, the pregnancy hormones or something yeah. like that is stronger to test. It's um, stronger in the morning when you're yeah, first, yeah. when you first go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, okay, we need to wait. And, uh, <laughs> but of course I wanted to too, but I'm like, if this is going to be more of an exact thing, you know, mm -hmm. let's wait. And so he went to go by and then we waited and I was in the restroom. I wanted some time to myself too. So he like yeah. waited outside the restroom door and I like had the door cracked. And then, um, and then I went in, I think like he was, I don't know what he was doing out there, but then I went to go take the test and then mm -hmm. I like pulled out my phone to like record his reaction. And then yeah. um, he came in and then that's how we, um, I like shared the news with him. Oh, so, okay. So he's excited. You guys just found out who was the next person that you did tell? Like, did you tell your mom or his mom or like your family, his family? No, no, no. So surprisingly, we didn't tell anyone. We kept it a secret until my first appointment. You have your appointment, yeah. I think, at like three or four weeks after to, mm -hmm. to confirm. And yeah. for me, I really just wanted to go and, and see the doctor and confirm and make sure like everything yeah. was good to go until we told like our immediate family members. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was kind of fun, like having a little bit of a, like a secret and being around our family and no one really yeah. knowing for those three to four weeks, but it was really, really hard because right. I tell my sisters everything. Like we are very, very close <laughs> and immediately like we were screaming in the restroom and screaming there, you know, and then like, um, and I think that it was a day too that we had like my sisters were here or some, I don't know. Oh, I can't gosh. really remember who was all here, uh, but I know that that like afterwards we're just like wanting and considering okay should we tell or should we yeah. not tell but for me I was just like you know let's just keep this to us for now and then kind of wait wait it off until we see the doctor and then we tell uh, our closest family members yeah yeah oh man okay so um 
how was like how was it telling your sisters in like your family were they all excited were they everyone was my sisters knew how important it was for me to that I always wanted to be a mom and I always wanted yeah. to experience pregnancy and they were they were like bawling for me and my dad was Aww. crying um, everyone was really, That's really so excited. Cool. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, my sister has kids and um, my older sister, my younger sister, not yet. But and then my dad, we've had like a lot of he has a lot of grandchildren. There's mm-hmm. just different with like the time in our lives and everything like that. And yeah. with like my circumstances. And uh, so we bought like cupcakes and we decorated them with like babies on top, like little tiny Aww, baby figures. So cute. Yeah. And we hit We had like a hidden camera. And we told them that we wanted them all to come over to to do something. I forgot what it was. Yeah. And so it wasn't like they they did not expect it. And then like later on, we brought out dessert. And then I had my sister or had my nephew or something open it up. And then my nephew was like, wait, there's babies on here. Why are there babies? And we had a picture of my dog. Aww. And it said, and he had like a little bandana on and it said big brother. Yeah, and so yeah, they all just started screaming, and everyone was really excited. Oh, that's awesome! That's such a sweet story. I didn't do any of that. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Okay, so let's let's speed up. um, I guess our timeline here. So you find out you're pregnant. You tell everybody. At what point in your pregnancy, if you remember, like roughly around the ballpark time? when COVID first happened? Like what, how many months pregnant were you and kind of like what were your thoughts behind that? Okay. I think it was when COVID first started happening, it was around like January, February time. Uh And for me, I think I was around like six months pregnant. And I just, it was like a new thing where uh, I was working full time and we started mm-hmm. watching the news during our lunch and seeing yeah. these news about like COVID and it happening on like the cruise ship. So that was mm-hmm. initially like the first I ever heard of it was when I was like around six months pregnant working. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cause I know with COVID like, and I've talked about it with the other girls as well. It's like, you know, some of them did baby showers. Did you have a baby shower? Did you do like a drive-by or kind of what was your preparation during the whole COVID times? It was definitely different for sure. And mm-hmm. different from like the normal uh, pregnancy prior to COVID times. Right. Um, so we, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do a baby shower and we really pushed it till like the last month of my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Camden was born in the summertime and yeah. the COVID stuff kind of started like in the winter, the beginning months. Mm-hmm. And so we like waited it off to see how things would go. And uh, in the meantime, there was like a lot of different things with like my work and just like all the unknowns that we had yeah. to really deal with. Uh, we did end up having like a, when the whole lockdown afterwards, the whole lockdown was lifted and Mm -hmm. people were able to gather like with, I think it was a group of like 15 people or 30 people, something like that after it was lifted. 
And that was actually the weekend that we were planning on, okay, if we're gonna do something, we'll have like a drive-by baby yeah. shower. And if this gets lifted before then or during then, then we'll be able mm -hmm. to have our, like my sisters and my aunts and just like the closest of our family yeah. here. And so it was that, I think it was lifted, like our, his baby shower or our baby shower for Camden was like on a Saturday and it was lifted on like a Thursday or something like that okay. prior. And so we just so had like where, out. yeah. So where our friends just like drove by and then picked up food and, and took pictures. But then like some of our family members were able to like come and um, we did like the game that mm -hmm. but like from like social distancing because still that was a scary thing for sure yeah for sure um so was um your husband able to like be in the room with you when you were, were like giving or i guess go to the appointments we won't jump to the birthing story just yet but like for the appointments was he able to go into all the appointments or prior to prior to the whole COVID thing he was able to go and he was actually like really excited and and wanting to go and got to be there for like one of the ultrasounds I think it was yeah uh and then after the whole COVID stuff started the hospital was really limiting mm -hmm. even for me like they were limiting uh the amount of people to go in and out of the hospital yeah. And the doctor really didn't want uh, me being a, being pregnant to go to the hospital and like expose myself potentially. Right. And so on top of that, like he really couldn't go to any of the appointments. And then my mm. appointments got like decreased, meaning like I ended up only, let's say like you're usually people have like five appointments before mm -hmm. your, before your due date or, or whatever it is, you know? Like mine got cut down to like half of that because oh of, my gosh. and it was only to where like we would schedule, um, we would have like the two appointments that I would be able to go to do like a, another ultrasound towards the end yeah, and then another checkup in the end. Mm -hmm. Um, but then other than that, it was like, I just had to message the doctor through a portal or like contact oh, wow. her that way. Cause they really did not want people going in and out of the hospital. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely something that was stressful, not knowing, okay, like is, is a baby okay? Or, and me being yeah. pregnant for the first time, you know? <laughs> like that, uh, that kind of like robbed that moment from you. Yeah, yeah, much. it definitely yeah. did. Especially yeah. for him, for the for your husband. Like, oh, yeah. oh that's that that sucks. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, I guess because every doctor's office is different. Um, mm -hmm. but oh man. Okay, so let's jump to like the night that you or night. I'm assuming it's nighttime. How did you know that you were in labor, or did you get induced, or like what's the story on that? Okay. So I, I didn't get induced and I, um, so two weeks prior to like when I started having like the contractions and things like that, I went to the doctor and she said like I was already a little bit dilated. And mm -hmm. so from there, she told me that appointment, she said, okay, so you have an appointment in two weeks, I could either see you then, or maybe I won't see, or maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Like we really don't yeah. know. Uh, and so I started having, yeah, the contractions overnight. And um, it was just like very sharp pains. And mm -hmm. then, and I just did like a lot of research and things like that. Um, I wasn't able to take like a birthing class. I wasn't able to take yeah. like a, 
uh, breastfeeding class with like everything being canceled mm -hmm. due to COVID. But from what I read and like the things I watched, it was, okay, if you start feeling this and you do the timer, I yeah. downloaded like a contraction counter thing. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I started seeing like it was being more steady and there yeah. was more pain and they were being more like um, steady and consistent, I guess. Uh, I still didn't tell Eddie right away. So I kind of let him sleep and I kind of experienced that like all night. Cause I'm like, I don't want it to be a false alarm. Like so right. many things I've heard people go to the hospital or they like think that they're in labor, but they're not. Yeah. Like breaks and uh, hicks and yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, might be, um, so he actually went to work and, mm -hmm. and the funny thing is he probably, he could probably still get mad thinking about this, honestly. So he has to go to work at like three in the morning. And he has mm -hmm. to get there very, very early. So three in the morning, I tell him I'm starting to have like some contraction feelings. And he was like, okay, do you want me to go? And I said, yeah, go ahead and go to work. I have an appointment. So I had an appointment that day scheduled oh my gosh. at okay. eight o'clock for my 38 week appointment. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to wait until I go to the appointment and then I'll let you know. So I'll call you as soon as I find out if this is the real yeah. deal, if this is really happening. So he's like, okay, just let me know. So he goes to work. And girl, let me tell you, so he pulled up to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled up at the parking lot and then I text him where I called him and I'm like, hey, um, I think I'm going into labor right now. And so he was like, okay, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. And that was his thing, like he wanted to be here. He like was yeah. worried about missing it. He works and he works about like, uh an hour away without traffic yeah so he rushes back and then yeah that's how it all started so he got to work basically he waved at his co-workers in the parking lot and then had to leave <laughs> <laughs> to come assist me oh my god <laughs> so you're sitting at home for an hour waiting for him to come and get you uh-huh oh well i like i took a bath so okay. i remember like Okay, so even though my like pregnancy classes and things like that were canceled, I watched a lot of like birthing vlogs. Yeah. And I watched and listened to like podcasts and like the things mm -hmm. I saw people were like, when you're starting the contractions in the beginning, you'll still kind of be able, like they said, eat while you can, take yes. a bath while you can, like that's really gonna help you relax. So there I am like trying to eat, mm -hmm. trying to do these things to help and just be relaxed until I get to the hospital and like it gets to that point, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I try to get him to eat, you know, I'm like, okay, go ahead and eat and do what you need to do. And uh, like, we're getting all of our stuff ready. Um, mm -hmm. But it got real when I started bleeding. So my water didn't oh, break, yeah. but I started bleeding. And as soon oh, as yeah. I started bleeding, we're like, okay, we gotta go to the hospital yeah. now. And that car ride was, was rough because I think like the bumps and having yes. on the highway and all of mm -hmm. that, that's when, um, and just the contraction started getting worse. Yeah. That's when it all so. kind of like started hitting me at once. Yeah. So, okay. So y'all guys get to the hospital and then did you have like a really long labor or was it just like, boom, 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 here's Camden. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. It feels like it did go really, really fast. The with the accounting that like we had to go and we had to do like a COVID test. Yeah. So I was stressed out the whole time I was pregnant because I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to go in with me. So right. with COVID and everything and the doctors were telling me, you know, like, well, 
the day you give birth, well, like the the visitation policies and stuff like that might change because my family mm -hmm. weren't able to be weren't going to be able to be there with yeah. that visit. Um, but Eddie could be there as long as he didn't have a fever and stuff. So I was right. worried about, okay, what if he has a fever? Then I have to go in alone at this. Mm -hmm. So they like checked us, checked our fever, screened us. And then after that, they had to do like a, a COVID swab for me yeah. while I'm like dilating. So I'm like, in labor. Have, yes, no. dilating, in labor. <laughs> they have to do that. I have to wear a mask. He has to wear a mask the whole time mm -hmm. we're in the hospital. And um, I guess my water didn't break yet. So they had to break my water. Um, they said, I, I felt like I was having water, like, you know, coming out yeah. and with like the bleeding and everything too. Um, the nurse there was like, you know, it may have, but you might, there still might be some here because the doctor's yeah. going to take a look. And so, um, I got an epidural right mm -hmm. before they, uh, right before the doctor broke my water Oh, that's and okay. to speed it up. And she was like, you know, if you, cause I wanted to wait till I got the epidural. Mm -hmm. uh, but my doctor was like, let me tell you, when I break your water, there's not going to be any yeah. waiting. It's going to go real fast with the pain and the intensity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with her, with her saying that, I was like, okay. And then, um, so then we got me the epidural and then she like broke my water. And by that time, so, okay, I had the contractions midnight and mm -hmm. then we get to the hospital. It's like 730. Yeah. Uh, and then they do all that. So by that time, it's like 10 o'clock. Um, but the epidural stops working. So then oh, I no. like didn't have, yeah, the epidural like kind of started wearing off mm -hmm. um, and I could feel everything. Yeah. And then, oh, um, or I could feel like it was half. So I could feel more on my left side of my body. Then you're right. Feel, yes. And I could mm -hmm. feel like, I just kept feeling like, okay, I really need a poop. I really, really <laughs> just need a poop. And so, <laughs> I don't know how many times it was. So they had me on peanut ball to help with like, yeah. um, to dilate me even more. So then let's say by like 12 o'clock, um, me going in and out of the restroom, feeling like I needed to poop. By 12 yeah. o'clock, I told the nurse, I'm like, can you please come check me? I feel like I want to push. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I want to push. I think it's, I think it's time. And so she comes back in, she checks me and I'm ready to go. So um, then Eddie and I look at each other and Eddie literally was like, wait, it's right now. It's going to happen right now. And I'm like, <laughs> like I'm not ready. Yeah. And so they turn on all the lights and then they, um, they didn't even go get my doctor yet because she was like, you know, this is your first time, your first mm -hmm. pregnancy, your first labor. It's going to take about, uh, she said average takes about two to four hours of push. Oh. And I looked at her and I was like, uh, uh, she does not know me because it is not going to take that time. <laughs> like, like this baby's gonna come out yes like i literally felt like he was about to come out and so she yeah. didn't take me serious she was like no we're not gonna call your doctor yet we're gonna wait we're gonna do practice rounds so at one o'clock um we're doing practice rounds mm -hmm. and then by 1 120 she calls my doctor back um and then the doctor comes back we have like some kind of issues my oxygen or camden's oxygen level to drop yeah. And so they had to bring me oxygen to try and get him oxygen. And then they brought mm -hmm. in the NICU team just in case. Yeah. Uh, but then by what, by 2.04, he was born and delivered. Wow. Yeah. So it was all, it was, it was an amazing and wild experience. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dang, girl, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
Well, okay. If you had to share like a little golden nugget with anybody, like just anyone that's listening, what would be your advice to them? Okay. So I feel like there's a lot of things I could say, a lot of things I could mm-hmm. recommend. But my what what I feel like would be helpful if someone would have told me or just for anyone is just to just to like listen to yourself and Mm -hmm. do what you think is important for you like this is your journey this is your pregnancy this is your journey to like parenthood this isn't anyone else's yeah and so they're like for me like it was important for me to prep and it was Mm -hmm. important for me to watch those pregnancy vlogs and birthing vlogs and to do research and things like that and to take Mm -hmm. like pictures you know yeah but I had a lot of people that I heard that was like oh I didn't do all that or oh oh you're watching another one like how many are you gonna watch and so I just kept on hearing things from like people and it's not like they were being not nice but they were just they didn't understand right right and they didn't understand that that the times are different Yes, like it brought me comfort and it made me feel better in a time that there was so many things that like were unknowns, so many things that I couldn't, didn't know what to expect, you know, but like those things brought me comfort. And so what I would tell anyone is that definitely find out what's important to you Mm -hmm. and keep that in mind and just do that for your own self. And then also like, just know that you got this, like our bodies uh we we're born to do this we we're born to be able like if you're able to be pregnant you're born your your body is literally scientifically biologically yeah. made to do this so you got this yeah, and uh sure. that's definitely what i would say awesome well thank you so much for jumping on and sharing your crazy wild story with us um it's been so much fun listening to everybody else's stories and um literally everybody's story is so different so like your advice is just literally like ham- what is it nail on the ham- hammer on the nail or whatever the <laughs> yeah, take yeah. is um, like it's so crazy how everybody's story is different so thank you so much Jenny for hopping on and talking with us today um, and we look forward to hearing more stories from you thank you for having me alright thanks girl I'll talk to you later bye bye